Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment's Cooperative Extension Service. We will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and research from the experts at Markey Cancer Center, Kentucky's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family and Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today I'm pleased to have back with me Dr. Nathan Vanderford. Nathan is with the College of Medicine, Department of Toxicology and Cancer Biology, as well as serves as Assistant Director of Research for the Marquis Cancer Center. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nathan. Thank you. As I go through your title in the College of Medicine, Department of Toxicology and Cancer Biology, and the Marquee Cancer Center, we have recorded several podcasts now for our listeners about understanding more about what is cancer and lifestyle choices and maybe steps that they can take to potentially reduce risk of, of cancer. But today I wanted to learn a little bit more about what it is that you actually do and what we're doing here on campus and more about the Marquee Cancer Center. Could you just tell us a little bit about what is the Marquee Cancer Center? Yeah, absolutely. So the Marquee Cancer Center is the state's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Uh, There are only 70 academic centers in the nation that are designated by the National Cancer Institute. And that designation means that it's essentially a stamp of accreditation for the research that we do that is really state-of-the-art and top-notch, trying to find new cures for cancer or better understand, you know, how cancer develops and treatments, behavioral factors that could be modified and to have people avoid getting cancer. It also means that patients don't have to go outside of the state to get state-of-the-art cancer care in Kentucky. Markey Cancer Center was established in 1983 as an integral component of the University of Kentucky from an education and research standpoint, but also from a clinical care standpoint. We provide care to patients in all 120 counties in the Commonwealth and some outside of the state as well, regionally in Ohio and Tennessee, West Virginia. We see about uh, just under 100,000 outpatient visitors each year, 3,000 new cancer cases. And as we spoke on one of the other podcasts, there's about 26,000 new cancer cases each year, and we see only about 3,000 of those. So there's a significant amount of cancer cases that are treated elsewhere in the state at outstanding institutions and and, uh, regional hospitals. Uh, And I think today we'll talk a little bit more about some partnerships that we've created to help further address the cancer burden in the state. And just as we've had the opportunity to talk and I've had the opportunity to learn more about Marquis as well as the work that you are doing that through the Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service, that we have the ability to serve all 120 counties. And we do have podcast listeners in all 120 counties, which which I think is great. But I also think it's important to to share with our listeners about the additional outreach opportunities that are here on campus and that are provided out in the county. So 
as as you just mentioned, some of those partnerships or work that you all are doing out in the state, I, I think we would love to hear more about. Absolutely. We take this mission of taking care of patients throughout the Commonwealth very seriously. So our overall mission at, at Markey is, is to reduce cancer incidence and mortality in the entire Commonwealth uh, through a program, a comprehensive program focusing on cancer research, treatment, education, and outreach and community engagement. And as we discussed uh, previously in, in one of our other podcasts, the cancer burden in Kentucky is significant. We rank number one in, in overall cancer incidence mortality, and those rates are highest in Appalachian, Kentucky. And so we have a particular focus on taking care of our Appalachian patients and constituents in that area that's in great need for cancer care. One of the things that we're very passionate about doing is outreach, community engagement, helping the community better understand cancer. And there's been research studies done that the more people understand cancer just generally, then the more they'll be able to reduce the risk factors that are associated with an increased likelihood of getting cancer. I hope with that that's one goal with this podcast series is just really to begin a conversation with folks about cancer and kind of just that very, very basic entry point to learning more about cancer or encouraging the desire to learn more about cancer to help reduce some of those risk factors. Absolutely. As you mentioned just a minute ago, you talked about research that y'all are doing within the Marquee Cancer Center to address needs specific to the state of Kentucky. Could you tell us a little bit more about some of the, those research interests and research projects? I know you mentioned some of them to me off air, and I just really found it fascinating, uh, the different scopes of work that, that you all currently have undergoing. Absolutely. We, we have research that, that spans the continuum of cancer research. So basically, almost any type of, of cancer research that can be done, we're doing at the Markey Cancer Center. So we do very basic cancer research, which is essentially trying to understand very critical and fundamental biological questions and how biology is impacted by cancer and what causes cancer at sort of a molecular, cellular, genetic level. We also do translational and clinical research. These are kinds of research questions that you're trying to develop new drugs uh, and you're testing those in different model systems to ultimately hopefully get to clinical research where you're testing new therapies in patients in the hopes that eventually some of these new therapies will make it sort of into clinical practice and can be used on patients. And then lastly, we do a, a significant amount of population and behavioral science research where we're trying to understand how patients and how individuals' behaviors can either increase their likelihood of getting cancer or protect them from getting cancer. I think that's fascinating. Of, of everything that you kind of named off there, to me, that that's really the most fascinating research about just what we as human beings do or, or may not be doing that impacts our risk factors. One thing that we also chatted about a, a little bit earlier was about environmental factors or environmental toxins that you all have studied or conducted research on. Could you share a little bit with us about that? 
Yes, in our other podcast, we've spoken a lot about tobacco, and, and certainly that's an environmental hazard that's elevated here in Kentucky. More people use tobacco. But also there's other environmental pollutants in Kentucky that are elevated that cause us to be at greater risk for getting cancer. These include radon, heavy metals like cadmium and arsenic, uh, and a lot of these are highly prevalent in central and eastern Kentucky. Exposure to these, uh, these can be highly carcinogenic and we believe are likely related to some of the higher rates of cancer in eastern Kentucky. And so we have investigators, faculty here at, at UK and the Markey Cancer Center that are, one, trying to understand whether or not these higher rates of these environmental toxins are partially involved in the higher rates of cancer in the area. And then how, from a very basic biological standpoint, how are these environmental toxins causing this higher rate of cancer? And then what can we do about it? Are there some prevention strategies, behavioral and even from a treatment standpoint that we could use to combat these higher rates of environmental pollutants and help us avoid the higher rates of cancers that they could be causing. I will say one thing that I really enjoy about this podcast series or the podcast in general is that it gives me the opportunity to ask subject matter experts all my personal questions that I want to know. And so I will admit to to our listeners earlier that off air, I really picked your brain about radon because I feel like radon is something that is very much in the news, as you mentioned, in, in central Kentucky and in eastern Kentucky, that was not something that maybe we heard about 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So it wasn't something that was on our radar as children growing up or that that our parents talked about, but something that's become very prevalent recently and uh, about just the need to understand more about, about radon. You know, I think it's an issue that has been there. It's been around. It's persisted for decades and decades. But we have a much greater appreciation now for the dangers of radon. There's a pretty large pocket of elevated radon levels in central eastern Kentucky. You know, as, as you mentioned, we were talking off air about people who have basements in this area. And a lot of times there are higher rates of radon in people's basements and homes in this area. And so, you know, certainly people should get their homes tested and should have radon mitigation if they have high rates as I mentioned, I think, you know, it's been there kind of in the background. We didn't know about it. We didn't appreciate the fact that it's a it's a significant public health risk that can cause cancer and, and other health issues. Well, and I will give our, our listeners a, a tease as well is that we just recently trained our county extension agents on a healthy homes curriculum. And one of those lessons particularly focused on radon and how to test your house for radon and how to understand the test results and what quote unquote safe levels of, of radon or radon readings may may be within within your house. So I would encourage our listeners that if that's a topic that they want to learn more information about, that they could reach out to their local county extension office for additional details. Absolutely. I think that's a phenomenal resource. I, th- I think many times people don't really know what to do. Uh, and so having that resource available in the county uh, is really a huge help to the citizens of the Commonwealth. So I would also encourage people to do that. It's really important. 
Nathan, thank you so much for joining us and and not only sharing for one podcast, but to provide us three podcasts specifically talking about cancer, cancer risks, lifestyle choices, and how we as consumers can just understand more about the cancer research that's going on within the state of Kentucky and the steps that, that we can take to lead a more healthy lifestyle. Thank you very much for having me. It's been really fun. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension programs at your local Extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.